Hey ladies, welcome back to The Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Bizet and I'm your host. And we are in a series right now. It's a study over the armor of God. It came out of our woman conference and it has been so good. So this is the fourth week of our study and our good friend Callie Duke will be teaching us the word this week. Um, It's over the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. It's going to be so good. Um, And just in case you're just tuning in, I wanted to remind you that we do have a woman conference app and it has these devotionals in video form there is a written devotional you can read and there's even discussion questions that you can use to go through this with a friend so if you want more out of this you definitely should download the woman conference app and yeah let's listen to callie friends, my name is Callie Duke, and for this week's Bible study, we are going to be taking a closer look at the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I actually don't have a lot of experience wearing helmets. I used to ride a bike a lot for fun on the Arkansas River Trail, and I had a friend who would ride with me, and she always wore her helmet. She actually always had the right gear, a very nice bike, these little padded bike shorts, and a sleek bike helmet that actually buckled right under the chin. And I actually had a rusty Schwinn bike that I used to ride in college, and she let me borrow a pair of those padded bike shorts. If you know, you know, you need those. And I didn't even own a helmet, let alone wear one, because I thought they were clunky and hot, and to be honest, a little bit goofy. But. If I had gotten into a situation where my head needed protection from the pavement, protection becomes instantly more important than comfort or convenience. So let's think about Roman soldiers for a minute. To protect their heads from arrows and swords and injury, they wore something called a cassis. We would call it a helmet. And these were metal, usually bronze or iron, with these cheek pieces that covered most of their face. And on the front of the helmet, there was a three-inch rim that protruded out to protect their forehead. And these features of the helmet help protect the soldier's skull from sword blows, arrows, and injury. And in combat, the helmet was an essential part because most battles began with an artillery attack. This meant that soldiers could expect a hail of rocks, arrows, and foul, stinking animal waste to actually be rained down on their heads from above before the battle and the front lines even met in conflict. So the helmet of salvation is meant to protect your mind from enemies attacks. So think about this. How many times is our enemy able to attack us with pebbles and stones and small pieces of animal waste just in our minds without any of it, any of what we're worrying about ever actually playing out the way we imagined it? This is why the helmet of salvation is important. When our mind is ruled by Christ, it can protect us from these trivial preliminary attacks and help us know how to rule out lies and thoughts that aren't helpful. And then we have the sword. The sword of the spirit refers to something Roman soldiers knew to be called the gladium. It's a short sword every soldier carried. And the gladium was about 24 inches long and it had razor sharp blades on both sides, and they were worn on the right side by the common soldier every single day. And they probably wore it way more than they actually used it, but if they needed it, it was right there on their hip, and it was designed for quick kill jabs. 
You know, it's interesting that this sword is so short. It suggests that the enemy would have had to be pretty close to you in battle when you use it. We aren't given arrows or animal dung to fling at our enemy from far away. We don't throw rocks. We don't have petty weapons to fight with. As Christ followers, we are only armed for hand-to-hand combat. And it's up close and it's effective. You know, our enemy is well acquainted with our sword. The word of our God, he knows what it says about him, and he knows what it says about God's people. But the devil is attacking us constantly, trying to figure out if we know it or not. Is he going to be able to lie to us? Have you ever felt like you were being personally attacked by the enemy? Like he just went straight for the jugular and you weren't prepared? The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, is our only weapon, and we are to be intimately acquainted with it because we will assuredly be intimately acquainted with our enemy when we need to use it to defend ourselves. The Word is our weapon. This means your theology, what you believe about God, is a weapon. It breaks down strongholds, it beats back the enemy, and it gives us our power as the people of God to walk in freedom and help others do the same. And we get our theology straight out of the Word of God. The Word is meant for stabbing and slashing. We aren't meant to just hide behind our shield of faith, but to take a firm stance behind it and stab the devil in the stomach and slash his kneecaps with the Word of our God. The sword of the Spirit, the offensive weapon we have been given to break down strongholds and lies so that we and those around us can walk in the freedom of the kingdom of God. Are you feeling attacked? Deuteronomy 28.7 says, The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and they will flee before you seven ways. Are you battling fear? Isaiah 41.13 says, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I am the one who helps you. Are you struggling with identity? 1 Peter 2.9, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. The Word of God is full of victory stories that the devil does not want you to know about. And the ultimate victory is ours through the death and resurrection of Christ. There is nothing under the sun that He cannot and has not conquered. So I urge you to learn the stories, digest the scriptures, learn the history and the context and what it means for us today. Ask your questions, find the truth, and let it shape your theology. This is what it means to put on the full armor of God. And you're already in the battle, so let's really fight. Amen.